Morning, bro. Morning, bro. How you doing? I am well, and yourself? Uh, you know, I'm I'm up and uh, and able to get to the uh, recorder, so I guess I got to call that good. Yep, it's not a bad day. Not not a bad day. All right, uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, John. But let let me just ask you if you bothered to see the weakest link this week. Is that right? Boy, they, yeah. they had you on the edge of your seat then, didn't they? Yeah, they weren't. Like usual, they weren't impressive. Uh, I didn't see. Did it, did it end impressively? Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty impressively, but I'm, uh, I'm over this notion of uh, the two vote the best player off before the, the final round. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Dirty pool. I, I, know, I, know, it's, uh, I know it's good strategy. But, uh, you know, it also means uh, it, it doesn't seem fair. The guy, the guy only missed one question the whole game. So, um, and of course, he, he said in the, in the post-interview, he said, it was a smart move on their part voting me off. I was going to beat either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we like a little trash talk. So, yeah, $88,000, which... You know when they yes. publicize a million, eighty-eight thousand is uh, it's not a good haul. But uh, I, I guess I would take it for walking around money anyway. Yeah, a little pocket change. Yeah, a little, little, little something. Yeah, to keep things going. Yeah, you know, to, to to bet with because clearly I I try to hang on to uh, my Abe Lincoln's uh, more than I should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're pretty. But you probably don't have one that's got a date on it before uh, after 1990, do you? Why would I do that? <laughs> your money's so old. Yeah, I know. You have, put, you have to put mothballs in your wallet, right, to keep it fresh? No, no. Just a little spray on occasion. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Speaking of last night's bet, your, your sister showing all the love that a sister can show for her brother when I asked uh, how much do I rub last night in on the podcast, she said a lot, of course. And so <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that's that's not usually like her." But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, usually she's she's fairly nice to me. Yeah, yeah. She's usually nice to everybody, but uh, this one, this one, she's uh, she's I don't know. I, I I don't know. I guess maybe being at home so much is uh, giving her a little bit of an edge. So it was, uh, I, I don't even know if it was an interesting game last night, John, but it was IU-Purdue, and they, they've been playing since 1902, and uh, uh, they both are in the middle of the Big Ten standings, so uh, it's, uh, it has some sort of... It was uh, an important game for both teams, I think. I mean, they both had the same record going into the game. But both would, both really wanted to be above 500 in the, in the conference, yeah, so... There you go. But I, even after seeing Purdue win two road games, I didn't think they would win. I still, I, I, I don't know that they're going to make the tournament. Yeah, and it's unfortunate for maybe both those teams. Um, it's definitely looking more and more unlikely that IU makes the tournament. Well, uh, it was only one loss, John. So, I, yeah, but I guess they're not a very good team. Right. I, I, what impressed me about, 
What impressed me last night about, or didn't impress me, but the impression I have is IU usually has a shooter. I, I do, who is supposed to be their shooter uh, on the current team? You know, I mean, this is Indiana, John. Every kid in the state grows up shooting, uh, you know, from the three-point line these days, right? And, you know, any any high school basketball game, you got a couple kids who can, you know, if they're open, you can swish them, right? And here, here are the, uh, the place where ever they get the best recruits in the state and they don't have a guy who they kick it out to and he nails, uh, you know, threes or long twos. Not last night, anyway. No, and they... I mean, that's the thing. They don't have a guy that can consistently do it. Um, I mean, they have players that can shoot well. Um, we just don't have players that can shoot well consistently. And right. that's a big problem, obviously. Right. Well, and that's a that's a problem that Purdue has, too. So uh, I think they're in the same boat. All right, John. Well, I, shot pretty good last night. Yeah, but, okay, they did. Uh, granted, and this is why they won the game, right, John? Because they were like 11 for 17 from three-point. But, uh, I mean, they made the point often enough in the game last night, the week before in beating Michigan State uh, on the road, they were three for 24, John. So, you know, what, what did you say about consistency, right? You don't win a lot of games shooting three for 24. But uh, that, that that's their problem. They'll, they'll have a three for 24, but the next game, you know, they'll shoot 50-plus percent, and, you know, they'll get them over the hump. But you got to do that every night if you're going to actually be good in the Big Ten. Right. Yeah. So, John, I, I got I got a question, and, and uh, we probably shouldn't have led with this because we'll lose a big portion of our audience who are Ohio State, Cleveland, Pittsburgh fans. But, John, the, the Brando kept making the point – of how young the backcourt of IU is. Is that true? Yeah, they're pretty young. Um, okay. How many freshmen do they start? Oh, why do you got to be that way? Starting. Well, okay. Fennessy uh, and Durham both start, right? Supposedly. Yeah. Is Frank I mean, Franklin supposed to start, isn't he? Is, is he a freshman? He's a sophomore. He's hurt. Yeah, well, he's, he's actually our best. He's our best shooter. That's part of our problem right now. Well, he he's he played last night. Some, I don't know. I don't know some. that. I don't know that he was a hundred percent. But that that's three upperclassmen right there, John. That start. Why does he think they're so young? Purdue's starting two freshmen. I don't, I don't know. No. Ask him. Why are you asking me? I just want. I wanted confirmation from you that it was. Seem to be as he's saying this about IU. The other the other team on the court is the youngest in the country, and uh, he just kind of he was worried about how yeah. young IU was. Well, we've only got three seniors on the team, and none of them see court time. Huh? And Durham sees a little bit, but not much. So, I mean, I, maybe that's what he's yeah. referencing to the fact that there's just not a lot of senior or you know upperclassmen leadership on the team there's a lot of juniors i guess if you i mean we have two juniors on the team so we have five three, three seniors and two juniors on our team so i guess yeah i would consider that a fairly young team yeah 
Purdue doesn't have a senior on the team. But anyway, okay, um, we'll, we'll look forward to March 6th, right, John? Why? It's the rematch. I mean, I guess. Yeah. I can look forward to it. I'm pretty sure by March 6th we'll, we'll definitely be out of the of any hopes and dreams at that time. Oh, you'll, you'll be hoping you make a run in the Big Ten tournament, John. All right, John. Uh, we have to hope for that every year. And yeah, it every it's year. been several years we've had to hope for that. So, so John, speaking of no hope, uh, how much of the football game did you watch Monday night? Uh, a little bit. But wait, before we move on, yeah, we got to talk about um, – I'm drawing a blank. I use coach. Arch? Archie. Yeah. Wait, what well, we – Mass discipline? No, this is fourth season, and he hasn't beat Purdue yet. No, he hasn't. No, I, I, you know, I was being good, John. I was not going to rub any of this in. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of like you know we've we've talked about this with other teams and other coachings, and you know you can be a good coach, but if if you're not beating your your rival, you know if you're not at least going fifty fifty or, or making them competitive, which they haven't really been that competitive in the last four years either. Um, I think this is this yep. is going to be the. Uh, I think this might be the end of the Archie era. Really? Huh? If we lose, if we lose to Purdue again in March and go sub five hundred in the Big Ten, miss the tournament again. Um, yeah, I don't see how we can. I mean, how can you keep the guy? I don't know. What's the buyout? I have no idea. Twenty twenty some million to buy to to let him go. I don't think it's that high. So, 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 John, you, you say this, and Jim Harbaugh can't beat his rival, and he just got a new, what, four- or five-year deal? Well, that's Michigan football for you. Oh, uh, well, it's... it's... And they might, if he goes, you know, four and eight next year, he might they might buy him out and tell him, see you later. Yeah, I did, I did not think the buyout clauses were, were uh, humongous on the, on the Harbaugh contract. I, I uh, when they hired uh, Archie four years ago, he was the big, big name hire, uh, and they thought they were getting something. I, I, I think we have to say at this point he's been a disappointment. I just don't know how quick they are to pull the trigger there, and I, I don't know what his contract is either. Uh, I, I don't know how many years they'll eat, or they'll be willing to eat. As I recall, he got a pretty long-term contract he may have got seven years so are you looking this up or are you just yep, I am. okay well it was in seven, 2017 uh seven year deal so that's through 2024 so i you know that's kind of I, i'm proud of myself for seven year deal yeah it won't tell you what the buyout clauses are at this point but yeah, so three years to buy out, it'd be, be a pretty big chunk, probably. Yes. Are you the one going to write the check? Nope. Okay, just checking. Trying to see what the... Uh, looks like in 2019, the buyout is 17 mil. Yeah. And it says, quickly after that, IU is too poor to afford it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. 
So I think he's staying, John. Okay. So so John, what wasn't wasn't much of a national championship game, huh? No, and I guess I'm not really all that surprised, are you? No. No, but uh college football has gotten to be kind of rum dumb, man. Yeah, you can pretty much expect, you know, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State to be uh, one of the three Final Four teams almost every year, and then whoever's going to be the fourth team is yeah, going to get pummeled. The, excite, the excitement is we all, all want to see who gets the fourth slot, sometimes known as the Notre Dame slot, right? Um, yeah, the, and, and I think... The, the sacrificial know, leprechaun, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I heard, I think it was uh, the Bear had tweeted, you know, I've never been a fan of really expanding the playoffs, but, you know, at this point with the perennial teams that have been in the Final Four, maybe expanding them would, would make it at least somewhat more entertaining for the other schools that can get an opportunity to play and, and so on and so forth. Bullshit. Just add another layer of games to end up with Alabama playing Ohio State or Clemson. And winning by 30. Right. And, and and you know, some of those, if Alabama's playing in a, in a round of eight game, uh, they can win by 30 in the national championship game. What are they going to win that game by? So. <laughs> right. So, ooh, yeah. Well, you know, the excitement of a 4-5 game, John. To go go get the hell beat out and out of you by Alabama, right? I yeah. I don't I you know I I I tweeted forwarded you a tweet by somebody who said we struggle every year to come up with a fourth good team, uh, and and they want to expand to eight. I, I don't get it. You know, it's not it's not like you're sitting there going, well, you know, we clearly are missing somebody who could have won this. You know. It, it, there is no thought that there, you're missing anybody who could have won that. You're just looking for somebody different, uh, you know, to give you some hope and to root for. And it's, uh, uh, I, I don't think Justin Fields helped himself uh, Monday night, but yeah, you know, I, I, I think Justin Fields is a big question mark that's going to be talked about a lot uh, between now and the draft. I just, he's so inconsistent. It's, I, I don't know. Yeah, well, he's kind of that new modern QB that can, you know, he can really do a lot of damage with his legs, and you know, sometimes with his arm. But then, you know, he also makes some really bad throws, and he's inaccurate. And you know, then he makes some absolutely beautiful throws. And he reminds me a little bit of like Winston. You know, he he throws up the ball, and you're like, man, that is one of the best throws I've seen in the league this year. And then he'll turn around on the next drive and throw a ball, and it's like that might be one of the worst throws I've seen in the league this year. And it's, it just, I don't know. Is it, is it, is it the gunslinger mentality? Is it undisciplined? What? It, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what it is. No, I, I don't either. I, I was going to say he's Lamar Jackson, but uh, oh, he's very much. That's a very good comparison. Yeah, who had a big game on Sunday. Sunday, yeah, that's the right day, I think. Um, yeah, he's. I don't. I mean, got, that's the close. That's one of the closest spreads of the weekend, and, and I don't know that he can repeat against that Buffalo defense. It's a very disciplined defense. Yeah, 
Well, and you, you don't know what kind of game he's going to have either, so. Yeah, which Lamar is going to show up. Which Lamar is going to show up. And uh, Al, Allen's been pretty good. But uh, we, we will uh, watch the uh, Justin Fields um, uh, story as we go forward. Uh, and uh, Alabama is again national champion. Uh, I think, uh, it, you know, it's not the way to say it, but Nick's worth every dime he gets. And everybody uh, who gets money anywhere near him is a, a fraud. So um, I just go and put it, put it out there, right, John? Yeah. So um, speaking of money, John, I didn't see, but how much money did they give Urban to go coach the uh, you know, uh, Jaguars? Cause I, I, don't I, know the, I don't know if the numbers are out yet. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's the NFL, so they don't have to tell, I don't think. But kudos to his, you know, his medical team. I mean, the guys quit football coaching how many times now because of quote-unquote twice health issues? At least twice, yeah. Left Florida, <laughs> left Ohio State. Yeah. Controversy in the background, right? Oh, yeah, never mind. I mean, it doesn't matter if you cheat in the NFL. No, no, it doesn't. I heard a great comment this week, you know, when you cheat in college football and stuff like that, you know, there's penalties and your team can get, you know, blackballed and, and all this stuff and titles taken away. Uh, he said, he asked his co-host, he said, what, what do they do for you when you, when you cheat in the NFL and, and bend the toe of the line and everything? And he goes, they hand you a Lombardi trophy. Yeah, well, they, if, if you cheat well enough, yeah. So, uh I, I don't think the kind of cheating he's been known to do is going to help him in the NFL. But um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked by this, but, you know, I'm shocked by everything anymore to some extent or not shocked at all. Um, I don't know why he would take the job. I guess the answer is the number that you cannot pull up yet. Uh, you know, enough years, enough money with a big enough buyout, right, John? And uh, you, you you go for it. But he has health issues, and he's going and he's stepping into a situation that is not a you know nine to five job. You know, he's going to have to put in a lot of hours to you know turn that team around. So good 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 luck on you, Urban. Uh, I, I hope you don't win a game, but that's a, it's an, an intriguing thing. I'm a big fan. You know, he's not he's not old as far as NFL coaches go. I mean, he's only 56 years old. Right. I mean, so, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I can't find anything that says this, what his contract is, FYI, as of yet. No, that's all right. I bet it's a lot. I bet it's a good chunk. Yeah. Yeah, probably ends up owning a part of the team. Maybe. Oh, well, uh, so, you know, the joke going around yesterday was, was uh, of course, when he gets his job, uh, Fields will be his number one pick, right? Yeah, that's what we hear. He did recruit Fields, so it's not like they don't have some sort of history together. Right. Uh, and, and he has zero NFL experience, as I, I under, uh, understand. Uh, I, I mean, I know 
going back to Utah uh, three jobs ago, he didn't have any NFL experience. So uh, whatever NFL experience he might have is a long way back. So uh, he might. Yeah, it depends on, you know, depends on who he puts around himself. You know, I mean, he's going to have to hire a decent staff. Um, it depends on if he plucks guys from the college ranks that he has worked with in the past or if he looks for other guys like maybe a Doug Peterson to come in and be his offensive coordinator. And, you know, if you put some experience and some and some uh, some good coaches around you, then, you know, you can get experience through through that way. I mean, you got to get experience somewhere. I think uh, I, I I'm going to uh, throw this out there. I think Dougie is going to get a job, uh, uh, a, a, a head coaching job, if he wants to coach next year. There are a lot of there are a lot of openings. You know, while well, it's down to, he has five possibilities at this point. So, is there that many still? Well, did I miss did I miss some announcements? The Jets and the Jags, uh, the Falcons have offered um, the OC for te- Tex- or for Tennessee the job. So who's that leave? I mean, Nagy still has his job as of right now, right? Yeah. Uh, who's got the Houston job? Well, there's another one. Okay, so so the Falcons are off the board, which I didn't realize. Uh, Jets, Falcons. Well, they're Jets. not off the board. They've just offered the Titans offensive coordinator the job. I haven't seen uh, anything that says that he's accepted it. Well, here we go. We're going, we're going to try and do this off the top of our head. But anyway, Jets, Houston, uh, the Lions fired their coach, right? Uh, in midseason, um, so that's three. Falcons, Jaguars is five. Eagles is six. Uh, I feel terrible that I don't know who number seven is, but there's a seventh. Did they? Did they? Did they end up firing the guy at the Chargers? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he's out. Yeah. So that's seven. Um, so what, there's at least four openings right now? Probably, and, and he'd be a good fit in, in uh, Los Angeles. Potentially, yes. But that might be the best job. Well, I don't know. Houston, Houston do might get, be the best job. Do you get, um, what is it, WIP, the Philadelphia Radio? fan station down in, in your area? Uh, no. Or are you too far away? Too far away. I was curious as to hear what, what their reactions were to uh, requesting to talk to Kellen Moore for the head, co- head, co- head coaching job. Kellen Moore. Hmm. I, I heard some. I heard somebody say, I think the Falcons were talking to Joe Brady, and I'm like, what? So... All right, the NFL coaching carousel will entertain us for a while too, right, John? Yeah, as I think, always. I think that, I think uh, I, I think the bum in New England probably ought to be looking for a job, but what do I know, right? Little <laughs> <Phil> Belichick. <laughs> Where'd they go there? Where'd they go this year? 
Okay. <laughs> What's he done for me lately? Right. You're only as good as your last performance, right? Well, yeah, he's been been yeah, he hasn't been to a Super Bowl for three years, right? So what the hell? Yeah. So You mean for two years. Well, three years, yeah. Yeah. I guess we count this one. Well, he ain't going this year. Uh-uh. Right. Okay. So let's get down to it, John. We had an excellent picking week last week, John. Yeah, you you sucked. You are the winner you are the winner of the week, John, with a solid two and four record. Uh, uh, we will not discuss the fact that uh, I was worse than that. So, so John, first, why did we suck so bad last week? That's an excellent qu- Well, the Rams pulled off a pretty big upset in Seattle. I thought that was pretty big. Yeah. Um, the Ravens kind of shocked us a little bit in Tennessee. I, I think I think since we both had Tennessee give in the, in the points, uh, yes. Uh, the Bears disappointed us; <laughs> couldn't cover. The bear the Bears looked terrible. You, you said he still has a job. You know, you reminded me again of of how awful they looked. And just yeah. for those of you out there listening who don't follow the Bears, Matt Nagy is supposed to be an offensive coach. Now they were offensive on Sunday. But it had nothing to do with quality offense. Correct. Yeah, they were they were just damn pathetic, and of course now they don't know. Who, I guess they're all they all claim they're all staying, uh, but the question is whether Mitch is going to be uh, what they do. And of course they fucked up, uh, you know, drafting him in the first place ahead of both Watson and Mahomes, and uh, I guess. You know, Good money after bad, probably, right, John? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so we had set, and, and then, of course, uh, we both, as it turned out, were on the Bucks, and they didn't cover either, John, against a quarterback who we may never hear from again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was weird. The only games I got right were um, the Colts and Bills. We both picked the Colts. To cover, oh, I picked the Colts to cover. You did not. That is the difference between us. Yes, I, I did not. Right. And uh, I picked the Browns to cover, and they obviously they won the game, and and then the rest was pretty, pretty pathetic. Right. Matter of fact, my my buddy group that we do some chatting. Uh, I think my one buddy went over six on the weekend. Uh, I do not think that would be hard to do, given it was, it was there were a lot of upsets, uh, especially against the spread. Uh, so. Um, Let's let's try and do better this weekend, John. And uh, we'll talk about the games, uh, you know, uh, last week as we talk about this week's. Um, I think the first game tomorrow is the Rams at Green Bay, and uh, I just can't. There's no way I can have any faith in the Rams. I can't believe they won really last week with Goff coming off the bench with two pins in his uh, thumb. Uh, and I saw the pictures. It, it looked, I mean, it's got to hurt like hell. Uh-huh. Well, if it doesn't hurt like hell, you can't, he can't, they've got it numbed up so much he can't feel it. So I don't know if that's better. So, um, yeah, it's hard to, hard to feel good about their situation. Yeah. I mean, that defense is what drives that team right now anyways. Um, I mean, they did score quite a bit of points against Seattle, but Seattle is, 
has not had a good defense all season long. So, um, but they got I, they got a defensive touchdown and mm-hmm. uh, the offense only scored twenty three, which isn't exactly killing it. Yeah, I don't. And that's know. not. And Seattle yeah, does not have a good defense. No, Seattle does. Seattle looked terrible last week. That was that was a really abysmal game. Yeah, I, I think this game is. I mean, it's a six and a half point spread, and the over under is only forty five and a half. So you put those two numbers together, that seems like a close game to me. I mean, they're looking at what thirty. Uh, 25 to 19. Yeah. Uh, that would be the math. They, uh, they do not think there's going to be a lot of scoring. I think I like the over. I like, I like the over, and I'm going to take the Rams to cover. Okay. They're just, and if I'm going to regret it, because they probably won't get pressure on Rodgers, because nobody hardly ever does. And he'll end up destroying them with his legs or his arm like he does every other team. And they'll probably put up 40 points on him and make me look like a fool again. Okay. I'll take Green Bay then, John, having heard your breakdown. <laughs> Thanks, John. You're welcome. <laughs> the Packers will likely do all kinds of wonderful things and beat them, but I'm taking the Rams. Uh, but Okay. So, second game, uh, I don't know if this game's really that interesting, but uh, the Ravens go up to Buffalo. Two teams that are kind of blue-collar kind of teams, so playing outside on, in the cold, and I don't think it's going to be terribly cold uh, tomorrow night in Buffalo. But, uh, you know, it's not, it's not a, a dome game. Um, so, let's, uh, what do you think, John? In fact, there's only one game indoors this weekend. It's kind of crazy. And well, there's only... three, of them, three of them are going to be in cold weather. Yes, but uh, yeah, there, there aren't a lot of dome teams in the playoffs, John. No, well, no, but I mean, there's a lot of dome stadiums in the NFL. No. Uh, and, you know, that's another thing that factors in. I don't know how cold it's going to be in Green Bay, but the Rams are the only team that don't really play in cold weather of those three games. Yeah. Bills and Ravens and Browns and Chiefs are all used to it. Right. Uh, I like the Bills in this game. We, we kind of preluded to this earlier with, um, you know, which Lamar shows up, this defense. Right. Uh, Allen looked great. Uh, I don't know that the Ravens defense is good enough to, to stop the Bills from scoring pretty consistently. So. And how many are we given? Two and a half. Two and a half. So, John, you say this about the Bills, and and I do this to you all the time, and so you're you're used to it. Shouldn't they have lost that game last weekend? Yeah. I guess, I mean, it was was closer than... Well, you know, if Rivers could half play down the stretch and they they don't do some things you kind of scratch your head about, uh, people would have thought the Colts should at least have gotten a, a short, a fairly sh- much shorter field goal attempt to tie it, and yeah, you know, and, and he didn't manage the game well at the end. Period. Or maybe they could have done better than that. But that's our man, Philip Bridger Rivers, who 
I, I heard him talking this week about whether he was a Hall of Fame quarterback or not. And uh, the person who, who brought this up was mad that the announcer started the game by saying with future Hall of Famer, Philip Rivers, you can't say that. He's not. A, and then, you know, the whole thing. So uh, he didn't he did not he did not do himself a lot of good in that game. No, um, I mean, to say that they should have lost, I guess, I mean, they should have maybe, I'll say it should have been tied. They, they, I don't know if we should have been lost. They did not, they did not kick ass. No, and they didn't, and I don't think they managed the game very well at the end either, the Bills. Yeah. So, so you're taking but, the Bills and giving the points. Because that's kind of the way you do this, John. You talk about how scruffy the team looked last week and everything, and then you take them. I mean, if you want to go on comparison, the Ravens definitely looked a lot better last week than in a more after, winning fashion. After the first quarter. Mm-hmm. When it looked like they might get run right out of the, the stadium, they, they, they looked good. They, they shut uh, Tennessee down, and uh, Lamar made a couple plays. But he, he did not win the game throwing the ball. Nope. Nope. I, I'm, I'm going to take the Bills, too. So... I've been on the Bills all year as a wins pool team, uh, and so I, I'm going. I'm going to stick with them. All right, in, in order, John, uh, the Browns, uh, who are a big surprise that they're here, are going to Kansas City. Baker Mayfield and crew uh, got a chance. Well, there's always a chance. Is there? Um, stock in it but there's always a chance yeah uh, well you know, more to the point how big is the line to make us th- think about yes yeah, it's the same as it was last week 10 points um you know and you, like i said there's always a chance there's a uh, you know they could have the exact same start that happened last week with insanity that began the game and complete collapse for the Steelers of two turnovers and I mean, it was 21 nothing in the end of the first quarter, which is, I think, a record. Was it only 21? Okay. Well, then I, they I, scored, and then it was 28 very quickly to start the second quarter. Okay. Uh, yeah. They, 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 they could not have been handed a game. Um, oh, no, it was 28 in yeah. the first quarter. 28 in the first quarter. They could not have been handed a game better with, it was three turnovers early, two, two, yeah. uh, two uh, Roethlisberger picks in the opening, snap it into the uh, end zone that nobody seemed particularly interested in getting. True. No, I, I've, yes. heard, I've heard all week from people about, you know, why didn't one of them make more of an effort to bin or... Uh, I don't remember who the other guy was, but Connor maybe was, uh, and at least knock it out of the end zone. So it's only two to nothing. And, you know, but instead they both kind of were like, eh, well, you know, there's the ball laying there. Probably ought to go get it. And by that time, somebody from Cleveland was on it and they're up seven, nothing, just like that. Yeah. So. I think it, it did seem like they were trying to avoid the safety instead of just trying to not give up a touchdown, which I guess, in, of course, in hindsight is always what you should do, but, no, I think I think they almost all. Uh, never do the coaches tell you to, to try to make too much of it. Fall on the ball. Make sure you have the ball. 
But anyway, so they, they uh, handed the game to the Browns. Uh, I, of course, have both Steelers and Browns fans probably even listening to this. And so uh, one side just hangs their head in shame, and the other side is just overjoyed with the first Brown win. Uh, there's so many ways it's a, a victory. They hadn't won in Pittsburgh in forever. Haven't won a road playoff game in forever. Haven't won a playoff game in forever. So it's uh, now they get to go to Kansas City. Is it going to be a shootout? Is the over under 66 or something like that? Uh, I got it at 57. 57. That's not. It's the highest spread, highest over under of the of the weekend. So that's not high, high. No, that's what 20? 30 to hmm. what, 30 to. 20, no, we gotta go a little higher than that. 35, 25? Yeah. So, That's just a routine week for Kansas City. I mean, you just never, they can just score so fast and so quickly that next thing you know, they just put up 21 unanswered points on you and you're standing there reeling. But you know, like the Browns did to the Steelers last week, you know, 28 points right. and Steelers still almost came back and made it a game. Yeah, almost. So, John, uh, you know the scores of the last uh, six Chiefs games? Sure. They, they, I, don't, I do not think they've beaten anybody by 10 points since early November. Well, you can't count. Why not? You can't count week 17. Okay, you you don't want to count week seventeen when they got beat by the Chargers. Well, they didn't they didn't play any of their starters. Okay. Yeah, they they beat a pretty bad Falcons team by three, only scored seventeen points. They beat a good New Orleans team at New Orleans by three team three points, thirty two points scored. Beat. An app, what you call Miami average, an average Miami team. They I ten, mean, they almost won, made, they almost made the playoffs. So. They were ten and six. I wouldn't call them average. I, it's a good Miami team, and they won by what? Six, six scoring twenty-two against a bad Denver team. Three against a good Tampa Bay team. Four against an average Las Vegas team. Okay. The last team they beat by more than 10 points was the New York Jets on November 1st. Right. Okay. So I'm going to take the Browns and the points. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Okay. All right, John. Uh, in a game uh, I hope our fans are, are thrilled to hear about, uh, we will be doing the game on the History Channel. Uh <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees as the Bucks play the uh, Saints um, as uh, the walkers are rolled out. And, uh, you know, I don't know what you give a geriatric to, to play in another football game after having played uh, 18 weeks. Uh, but I'm sure there's some miracle drug that the NFL training staffs have. So, John, uh, New Orleans beat them twice pretty bad in the regular season. The games in New Orleans, of course, doesn't have the same juice as it would if it was a full crowd. But uh, 
I guess the question again is the spread, right, John? Yeah, it's a, one of the smaller spreads of the week weekend, three points. Uh, and I'm more surprised at the over-under. Yeah. Very low over-under at 52. I like, I definitely like the over in that game. Mm. Um, yeah, it's a fun one. It's a tough game to pick, I think. I don't. Both, game, both teams looked pretty decent last week. Really? You're going to call the Bucks win a pretty decent over a, uh, a beat-up and ugly uh, whatever we call them team? I mean, it was on the road. <laughs> yes, it was. I'm, I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to take the, the Purdue alum, Drew Brees, and hope he keeps his... Uh, career-ending uh, season going. Yeah. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to root. Um, I'm going to pick who I'm rooting for, so I'm gonna, I'll take the Saints. So, John, how how many playoff games does Brady have to win this year to uh, feel like he's really uh, showed um, who was the man in the uh, Belichick-Brady controversy? I would say Is that right? Just because he's still playing and Bill didn't make the playoffs without him is is enough. I mean, they went eleven and five. What was the Bucks' record last year? I mean, it wasn't N- nine and seven. Five. I think they were. Was it nine and seven? Yeah. So he, he improved the team by two wins, took him to the playoffs, and won a playoff game. So, yeah, I don't think he needs to prove anything to anybody. Now he may think otherwise. Oh wow! Well. As competitive yeah. as, as he is, but. Yeah, well, he uh, yeah he he has a very high high bar set for uh, how he feels about what he should be doing. So I don't doubt that he thinks anything less than the Super Bowl uh, will be a bit of a disappointment. And you know he he may he may think uh, being saying I want a first round wild card playoff game is the sort of thing gets you a hand wave from Belichick about a big deal. Uh, but yeah, yeah but uh, it's an interesting suggestion, yeah. And it'll be interesting to see how the two old men hold up uh, in a game where, you know, it's a kind of time of year people get beat up. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. The uh, the AFC versus the NFC is kind of the old guard versus the new guard. Um, you know, the AFC, you've got, you know, a young Josh Allen, a young Lamar Jackson, a young Baker Mayfield, a young Patrick Mahomes. And in the NFC, you've got old Tom Brady, old Drew Brees, aging. Uh, I'm not going to call him old, but he's definitely not young. Aaron Rodgers. And then you get, you know, I don't even know who's going to play, if it's golf or not, but I guess it's, he's it's young. Gotta, it's got to be golf. Wolford, Wolford's not allowed to play. He's concussed. Oh uh, no! I think his neck injury is bad, bad enough. They, uh, I saw a scroll last here this morning or last night saying he wasn't eligible to play. So it'll, it'll be golf with uh, his pins in his thumb. And Blake Bortles as his backup. 
Blake Bortles is his backup. Yes, I, it's, it's. I don't know. You you watched the good place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Blake Blake Bortles is kind of all of our hero because of the character on the Good Place. Yeah. <laughs> they, they did what? They won a playoff game. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, Blake Bortles. Now, there's a name. Who who knew we would get to Blake Bortles in today's podcast, John? Yeah. Yeah. Not I. Not I know. So, so John, I, 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 there are no Major League Baseball curves to throw you at this point. Um, unless you want to talk about the 10 year plan, uh, but no, uh, and, uh, we, we talked about the game last night, but, uh, it's beginning to be time when college basketball heats up, but in the times of COVID, um, uh, heat's hard to come by John. Yeah, it sure is. Yeah. It's, they uh, canceled the game last night in the big 10 and they've been well, shuffling the schedule. Yeah. Are you, are you, uh, Michigan State for this weekend's already been postponed. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so there's going to be, it's hard to get any rhythm or anything in terms of the season because about the time you circle a game, uh, it gets postponed. So, it's, yeah. It's, uh, you, so you've got the uh, same things happening in the NBA. Uh, yeah. You know, some teams, that, which, you know, like I said, it kind of surprises me because I kind of thought they've all mostly had it already, but. No, they, they bubbled, man. Oh, yeah, the bubble. I, I think I, they I, might have to think about going back to the bubble. Well, you can't go to the bubble till you're clean. Good so, point. Yeah, well, it's, it's a trick at this point. It also shows you how disciplined they must have been with the bubble thing. Uh, as opposed to just being home, uh, pl- playing games, how much more exposure they have. Of course, the, the, the virus is worse. The spread of the virus is worse now. I think uh, the density, uh, there have been some ugly figures out of certain places. But, yeah, well, the yeah. NBA, NBA has quite a bit of time to make up all those games where the, yeah. Yeah, but I don't think they really want to drag it into, you know, August again, we got we got the uh, which I think are none of the NBA players going to play in the uh, Olympics. Olympics, Isn't, oh. did I hear that or I or was it like somebody said I wouldn't expect any of the NBA players to play in the Olympics? I have not heard. So yeah, well they've had they've had a uh, long run here. I it would surprise me if all of them jumped on board. Yeah, just ask Kyrie. Well, yeah, ouch. Uh, speaking of which, Kyrie's getting a new buddy. Yeah. And they get they yeah, gave they, they gave they gave four they gave four draft picks. They gave away a ton to get James Harden, which is blows my mind. Yeah. And this team just isn't gonna. I mean, you've got. The big three here, who is going to be Harden, Durant, and Kyrie, who have all left their previous organizations because they weren't happy. They've all left multiple teams. Right. And it just, 
somehow this these three are gonna work together. This is. This I'd is, like to see how that they're, works. They're they're bringing the happy to Brooklyn. Come on, man. We're in it. We're in it to win championships. I'll take the under on them going 500 this year. I, I've I've heard I've seen you you say so uh, in fairly public places. So uh, I I will be intrigued to see how this works out. Uh, at this point, you can't get Duran and and Kyrie on the court together. So uh, adding Harden, uh, I don't know. Seeing all three of them together may take a while, right? Which is a wrong. Yeah, you would think they would have to play at least twenty games together to figure out uh, how they play together. But I don't coach NBA teams yet, so I may. Hey, don't I, I don't know. and Harden play the same position. Well, so how's that gonna work? They're both ones. Harley, yeah. Okay. I I would have said so, but may may the uh, you know. One of them maybe okay. maybe one of them will play the two. Well, obviously one of them is going to play the two. So I mean, Kyrie's already saying it. I mean, the, the part of the rumors coming out of there is he's not happy with the Harden move. Well, he's not happy with anything, which you kind of in, in indicated. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you know, Kyrie peaked what his second year in the league when he made the shot to win him the championship and. Uh, and then couldn't get along with LeBron the year after. Right. You know, I said he peaked the, 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 when he, the year he made the shot. and He thought he was a, too big a deal after that and has not, uh, has never lived up to the hype since then. So, uh, this, uh, this, may, this makes for interesting entertainment, John, if it doesn't make for great basketball. It's definitely going to be entertaining. It is a it is a it is a soap opera waiting to happen. Agreed. Yeah. So John, we're going to watch some football, probably some basketball this weekend, and um, you know, and you know, it's that time of year. Yeah, it is. Uh, like you said, the NCAA should be heating up if uh, we could get consistency and games going and. The NFL is going to be the only professional sports team that's going to finish its schedule on schedule. and Right. Looks like. So, there yeah. we go. Here we go. And the NHL is firing up, which it is. is good. It is, yeah. So, all right, John. Uh, have a good weekend. Have a great weekend, Steve. Yeah, talk to you next week. Bye, bro. Bye, bro.